Hey, 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 it's your favorite career coach, Crystal Williams, and you are now tuned in to the Peculiar Career Chit Chat Podcast. I'm back in the Peculiar Palace on the mic again this week to not only empower and position you to be all you can be to thrive in your career, but to also give you peculiar strategies that infuse faith to accelerate in your nine to five career journey. Let's jump into the episode. Hey, 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 welcome to a special edition of the Peculiar Career Chit Chat Podcast. This week, we will be continuing with our Faith Over Facts Career Spotlight Series, where I give visibility to professionals within their nine-to-five career journey who embody the five pillars of career acceleration. And if you're new to this series, let me just remind you of what the five pillars of career acceleration are. Number one is to strive to thrive and not just survive in your nine to five career journey. Number two is to focus more on their faith than the facts to overcome career challenges or obstacles. Number three is value being authentic within their career journey. Number four is cherish maintaining their sanity in their work life. And last but not least, number five is believe being peculiar is a strategy to level up in their career journey. So you all, this week, the spotlight is on Kanessa Dawes. Say hey, Kanessa. Hello, hello, hello. (laughs) Kanessa and I met a few weeks ago via Facebook. I literally reached out to her via Messenger because I saw she was the admin for a community entitled Faith family, and career. And I'm sure she will share more about that later. And you know what? I wasn't even sure if she was going to respond to my uh, message, but (laughs) she did. And here we are today. (laughs) So let me just give a brief intro of Miss Kanessa and um, I'm just going to pass it over to her once I do that. So Kanessa is a Associate Professor of Psychology, Writer, and of course, the founder of Faith, Family, and Career. Kanessa has nine years of experience as a public school secondary educator, and she has previously served as Director of Family and Children Ministries. She also writes faith-based content for her website and social media communities to encourage, empower, and provide resources. Her passion is to make a difference in the lives of women who are also trying to make biblical sense of their perfectly imperfect lives through quality faith-based content and community. So without further ado, I'll turn it over to Knessa so she can introduce herself to you. Oh, thank you so much. I am so excited to be here with you today. And I am so honored and blessed and thankful to have this opportunity to share with your audience today. This is a dream come true. (laughs) (laughs) Well, first of all, let's go a little bit who I am. First of all, above all things, I'm a child of God, a wife, mother, professor, and I like to um, use the term virtual community engagement facilitator. Now, I say I am a facilitator, not a blogger, because my overall goal is to develop community within this online world for women to share in their juggling act of balancing their faith, family, and career. And in my nine to five, I'm an associate professor of psychology. So I 
working in the university, um, spending time with students, um, other staff members and colleagues. Um, I do research. This is my passion. When I say I truly love my nine to five job, I love it. So I can't, I couldn't think of anything that's better suited for me. However, I did realize that one of the major things I felt God tugging on my heart for a long time was that I needed to be working in um, faith development, faith formation, working with children, working with family. So I'm a Disciples of Christ, Children Worship and Wonder trainer. Okay. And through that, uh, I've received opportunities and eventually I became a director of family and children ministries for a church. And during that time, I realized something. I realized that there are so many women out there like me who are just barely holding on to all the balls that we're juggling working from nine to five, taking care of the family, taking care of ourselves, making sure that we are spiritually plugged in. Mm -hmm. And one thing I noticed that was in common with most people, we don't talk about it. Mm -hmm. We don't talk about it. We don't shed a light on it. It's like, oh, we just have something to endure. Not that we can work together to strive and to thrive in this area. So That's the birth of faith, family, and career. It was developed so women can feel empowered, so they can be uplifted, and to provide resources. And also, even if it's just that you see that there's someone else like you, that may be just the one thing that one person needs to go on and make it through that day. So that's what faith, family, and career is all about. I love it. I love it so much. I mean, this is, this community is so needed. It's so needed. And I just appreciate you for just being obedient to the cause to even start it. <laughs> Thank you. And you know what? Obedience is not always easy. Cause oh, trust me. I love <laughs> Oh, yes. When I say truthfully, I think that this has been in the works for several years. Mm-hmm. Um, I was reading a book called Yada Yada Prayer Group. Um, I love mm-hmm. Christian fiction. And in this book, they talked about women gathering together to do prayer groups. And I felt led to do that so many years ago, but I just ignored it because I was like, mm-hmm. I don't have that kind of time. I was working on a graduate degree, working on my PhD. I was a full-time mother. I I just didn't have that time to be trying to divide myself to something else. At least that's what I said. So right. I ignored it. Mm. And it's funny how, even though I said no or not yet, it still came to fruition just in totally different time and in God's timing. So he was giving those seeds and nuggets of the future to me. I just wasn't ready to receive it. Mm, Let me tell you something. I literally just talked about that on one of the podcast episodes. So you guys, go check out episode 20 which talks about how to elevate in your, or how to um, operate when your career goals are delayed. Mm, Mm. All of that is in there. And I just thank you for uh, just talking about that very topic. You know, obedience is super key. And again, thank you for your obedience because what your obedience is doing is being, um, it's going to be a domino effect. It's going to affect so many women, so many families, Mm 
And it's just going to be outside of this world, really. It's going to be a God-sized blessing for you and for others. Yes, of course. So, Vanessa, are there any entrepreneurial journeys that you want to talk about? I kind of saw something on your Facebook page that you just started. So, you want to talk about that? Sure. Well, within this faith, family, and career, um, it's multifaceted. Of course, there's the Facebook community, and um, we're also on Instagram. Um, and our website is www.faithfamilyandcareer.com. And I mentioned that to say that there is a prayer journal that has been created during this time that's called Prayers and Possibilities, a faith, family, career journal for women. Um, And this came about in the midst of me really nearly having a breakdown during the pandemic one day. I was sitting down working on a manuscript. um, And of course, the children at home. So they were doing their different tasks and I had all of a sudden I heard a big splash in the bathtub. No run no water running, just a big splash. Well, I get in there, my three year old is fully dressed. She has all her toys and she says she's taking a bath. But I also have a teenage son who's screaming my name on the other side of the house. And then I have a seven-year-old who's pulling on my legs saying, but I'm hungry, mommy. I'm hungry, mommy. And I just wanted to pull my hair out. (laughs) But instead, I walked to the sectional. I actually pulled my shirt over my head and I started praying, girl. I'm talking about, I started praying in earnest. I was asking God to come in, help me, guide me, direct me, strengthen me, show me what I need to do to make it through the things that I needed to make happen for that day and still be the mother I need to be to my children. I know that's right. Sometimes you just got to do those peculiar things. How about it? it was peculiar. (laughs) But from it came this prayer Because instead of crying, I prayed and I started having a serious dialogue with God. And this is where this journal came from. Prompts and ideas of how do we talk to God um, about those factors, faith, family and career. Because so often we compartmentalize our lives so much that we say this faith is over here in the box. Career is over here in the box. My family's over here in another box. My sanity's over there somewhere. Mm-hmm. When the truth is, it's all interconnected. It truly is definitely connected. <laughs> and we have to give it to God. Absolutely. You know, I talk about that all the time on the podcast about how you surrender, like, everything to God. Your your career, your life, your your business, mm-hmm. your your family. Yes. Everything. Because what you want ultimately is for him to intervene. In your, whatever you got planned, because like you said, you know, you got to you, you gotta go with God's plan, amen. not your plan, okay? <laughs> amen, amen. And don't get me wrong. I have those mistakes when I come in and I try to make my own plan work. And as they say, don't God laugh? Oh, <laughs> laugh hard. Laugh hard. But you know what? We all have those type of mistakes. And it's okay because at least we recognize it and we know that it's not okay to work in our own strength. This period. is true. It's not. And we'll learn it the hard way or the easy way. This is and true. And a lot of times we've learned it, we, we've learned it the 
the hard way. <laughs> oh, yes. When I say difficulty can be a, an excellent teacher. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So we're going to jump right on into um, the first question or the first discussion, rather. And I want to know, Kanessa, is happiness within your nine to five career journey important? And how do you maintain it? Oh, it is absolutely essential. I really, truly love my job. I love what I do. I love the fact that I strive to make a difference in the lives of young people and older people. I have students of all ages, just Mm -hmm. about, who are seeking someone to help guide them and direct them into their future careers. Mm. And sometimes just meeting them where they are. I feel like the greatest joy of my teaching career is when I'm advising a student and the the light bulb goes off and they're like, you know what? That's right. This is what I should be doing. That's yes. why I'm in psychology. I should be trying to work towards this. I can do this even though it's difficult. Mm-hmm. That's when I feel like I'm truly winning because at that point, I'm not just facilitating a curriculum. I am actually actively engaged in a person's life and not Mm -hmm. just their life. It's the lives of their children, the lives of their children, children. It goes on for generations. It's the, it's the domino effect Mm -hmm. that by touching one person, they're touching another person who may be touching another person. And I want them to see the light of God through me. Yes. Yes. And that is so, I love how you say it. Um, you want them to see the light of God in you because that's ultimately my goal for even in, being in the career and professional development community is to let people know that it's okay to be a godly representative in your workforce. Oh, it's okay. Yes. And you can't listen to the noise that you hear around you, but you got to um, listen to the applause of God rather than the applause of man when it comes to certain um, circumstances that you may face in the workplace. So I love how you you hold on to your why and your why is to be impactful to these students and just be a, a generational curse breaker, really. Yes, you can be working with you may be working with students, first time um, college students, um, and who knows and how impactful you can be. Or you have, and I know for sure you've been very impactful to your students. So that is wonderful. Thank you, and I really love it because also one of my major areas of research is suicide prevention. Oh, um, yes. So I spend a lot of time bringing programs to a non-traditional campus, um, mm-hmm. helping them deal with gatekeeping, um, providing resources for individuals who may be in crisis, um, trying to show them, point them in the right direction. Um, we do films that talk about being gatekeepers and talking about suicide prevention, finding out the signs and how we can help. Um, So I've committed myself to be there, not just for the academic side, but also for the social emotional development that may come in contact with people who may be going to difficulties during their journey at the university. Oh, that is amazing. Like, that is amazing. Like, suicide prevention, like, <laughs> you got to let these people know, you know, they are valuable. They're yes. here on God's great earth for a reason. So any work you're doing in that area to prevent somebody from not being able to see the value they're worth, 
is amazing. Yes, amazing. I want everyone to know that we all have a role to play in this. Every single person can be a gatekeeper. Mm-hmm. We can be that person who listens. Mm-hmm. We can be that person who helps someone else through a difficult patch in their lives just by being a listener. So I think it's important that we teach our children, that we um, go into our churches, that we go into social media platforms. We go out into the world as a gatekeeper, explaining to people that what are the signs of suicide um, and how they can help. Because what so so many people feel like, they feel like they're helpless. And I really became passionate about this when I was a high school teacher because it was that that one day I was on breakfast duty and I saw that a student had attempted suicide. I could clearly tell that um, something wasn't right and I immediately started acting. Oh my. And, um, Mm -hmm. And I say this to say that I woke up that morning not knowing or realizing the impact I was going to have on someone's life that was going to be life and death. Yes. Um, that's, that's when God kind of shows you, you know, all right, this is the impacts of your assignments and I need you to act accordingly. I need you to execute. And it's like, you have no option at that point. Cause in that moment, you, you didn't have an option. You just knew you had to act. You knew you had to save a life. <laughs> And that's the bottom line. So I know how lost I felt in that very moment and how even though at that time I had been um, in counseling classes, but I wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. You know, I was a student, not a practitioner. I wasn't ready mm-hmm. for um, that event. And I had to become ready really quickly. So I feel it's very important to empower other educators to be ready. Absolutely. Absolutely. And just one, some words of encouragement for you and everybody, like God will put us in situations where we think we aren't ready, but all the while we are ready because God says we are ready clearly because the the um, situation is presented before us. So it's like up to us, are we going to act or are we not going to act? And the fact that you acted, that that shows that you were more than ready. Well, thank you. I never looked at it from that perspective. I appreciate that perspective because I often tell this story um, when I'm doing workshops and um, conferences about suicide prevention. I mm-hmm. often tell it from how inadequate I felt, but not from the standpoints of realizing that with God, I really did have the power in this situation to do what was needed. Absolutely. And, and that, you know what? This is that peculiar conversation. These are the conversations that, you know, you may not be having. Like you said, I wasn't looking at it from that way. But that is the way that if you find anybody finds themselves in that t- type of situation, that's the way you must look at it in order to truly see the value that God sees within us. You know, I pray all the time, you know, God help my unbelief about myself. Mm, help, my yes. unbelief and help me to see me as you see me. Beautiful. So yes. God saw you that you were ready, but you didn't. But now you know that you were ready and you had everything you needed in order to execute. This is true. And it's become a lifelong part of my, my mission. Um, See? Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> I never realized how that event was going to spearhead the research that I do today. Yes. See, it it, it be those pivotal moments in our yes. life that we kind of got to look back on and say, oh, there's purpose in that. Oh, yes. There's, there's purpose in that. So I encourage you, anybody listening, to go back to those moments in your life where you just feel like you're just so inadequate. You don't feel like you have enough degrees, qualifications, or whatever. And look at that situation, evaluate on it, and just reflect and be like, you may even find purpose. I'm pretty sure you could find some type of purpose in that, you know? (laughs) Of course, you got to consult God on it. I mean, yes. I'm just the deliverer of the message, but consult God, period. Oh, yes. We have to stay plugged into the source. (laughs) Yes, of course. Of course. So we're going to move on to the next question, which I feel like we kind of already touched it. But if you have any other (laughs) information you want to talk about, definitely do so. So how has your faith played a role in overcoming your career obstacles or challenges that you have faced and you know, do the facts of your situation tend to overwhelm you? And how do you handle that? Well, I think two of the most important words for me um, in overcoming challenges um, are forgiveness and grace. Mm-hmm. Um, I work hard and I've been told that sometimes I can be a bit of a stickler. Um, and therefore, oftentimes I have to remember that I can't do it all. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I have to remember I make mistakes. I am only human. Mm-hmm. So within that, that means that I have to find grace for myself and the things that I do, but also grace for other people. Because just because I have one perspective doesn't mean that someone else doesn't have other, another perspective. Um, just because I expect something doesn't mean that other people aren't balancing or juggling different balls in their life. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they just come crashing. And that's where grace comes from. I think that oftentimes we forget that when we're in the workplace, it's still always about relationships. Everything in our life is about how we connect and interact with others. It's all about relationships. Absolutely. And with that comes forgiveness and grace because we don't always agree. We don't always see things the same way. And sometimes the only way to move forward is to forgive or to just have grace. Absolutely. That is so essential. And like you said, people oftentimes forget that. You know, that's a part of just building relationships with people. You have to forgive. And then the forgiveness part is not necessarily for them, but it's for you because you will definitely drive yourself crazy. If you going into work every day, holding a grudge with an angry um, tone just yes. around you. And it's, it's not doing anybody any good, especially not you to be acting like that on a daily, daily basis. So I love how you say forgiveness and grace is kind of how you get through your challenges and obstacles within your nine to five career journey. That's amazing. And I also have a quote wall. Let me tell you about my quote quote wall. I love my quote wall because sometimes it's the only thing to keep me grounded. That Mm -hmm. I can go up there and read that scripture or I can say the serenity prayer real quick. 
or I can go and look at this one inspirational statement that just puts me together real quick. Mm -hmm. I have to remember it's not about me, but about God. That no matter what, I am still a reflection of God's love. Mm -hmm. And even if I'm having a bad moment, or even if I've made a mistake, I am a reflection and I must act accordingly. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's just all about being um, God's representative, true representative in the workplace. <laughs> you can't just be the only one that know you rolling with God. That's people true. Need to, people need to see that too within you. <laughs> well, also, I'm not saying that's easy because you know what? I haven't been saying oh, no. all my life. Oh, oh, trust me. Ah. <laughs> so sometimes it's hard for me to just be real quick to get myself together and stop what I'm about to say mm-hmm. to find the loving words I need to say. Look, let's talk about it. <laughs> let's talk about it. That's that's a real life scenario. I know we all go through that. And if you're listening to this right now, I know you're probably laughing. I'm like, yeah, that's me. That's me. Ooh, you, I have those. I can get real sassy real quick. Oh, so I, I have to get myself together fast. Yeah, it's quick. Fast and hurry. Don't, don't press send on that email. Don't at it first. Delete yes. and start over. Delete and start. You you heard it. Delete and start over. <laughs> yes. And so sometimes in conversation, I may have to be like, you know what? I'm sorry. I need to rewind it and change this. And let me give you a good tip for that because I used to do it. Maybe you need to go to the bathroom right quick. Even if you're at your house, go to the bathroom right quick. Talk to yourself in the mirror. Or you can even put your phone on selfie mode and be like, listen, girl, guy, get it all the way together. Yes, get it together. (laughs) Get it together because this right here is not going to be any, it's not going to help nobody out. (laughs) <laughs> oh yes. There have, been, there have been many times I have literally dropped to my knees in mm-hmm. my office and prayed to get myself together. Yes. Look, that's that peculiar behavior. Mm, yes, y'all. So if y'all not doing that and y'all trying to um really accelerate in y'all career journeys, <laughs> I encourage you to check yourself. Oh yes. First. Check yourself. Check your motive. Because pride yeah. will come. I know pride comes before the fall, but sometimes my pride gets in the way. <laughs> Absolutely. I think we all go through that at some point in our lives. Yes. But thank you for sharing that. That was amazing. I love those strategies um, that we just talked about. So, you guys, um, we about to talk about this one one question. And this is one of my favorite questions because this is the real peculiar question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why do you think, Kanessa, that going to God about career-related issues can be like the last resort for some people? I think that many of us compartmentalize God. And not just God, but most things in our life. Like, here's a box for family. Here's another box for career. Here's another box for our faith. And somewhere back in the back is our own sanity maybe or self-care or whatever our hobbies like we compartmentalize so many things that we don't realize oftentimes that it's all connected mm-hmm. that we need God with us when we're in our career that we need God with us when we're dealing with our family that we need God with us when we're all, we're maintaining our own sanity mm-hmm. that 
God is truly our source. And for us mm-hmm. to shine a light, we've got to be plugged in. Plugged all the way in. And sometimes <laughs> we think that, oh, well, I'm touching the outlet, so I'm good. Mm-hmm. No, you've got to plug in yes. and be connected. Yes. And only when we realize that all these things are connected and we really truly seek God first, that we truly can see the power that God um, shines in all these areas of our lives. So no, you're not just the person you are with your friends. You're not just the person you are with your coworkers. You're not just the person you are with your family. At all moments, in all situations, you are the child of God who's showing that you are truly a child of the King. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's how um, we need to be in all aspects of our lives. Listen, like I'm here to represent God. I'm here to serve. I'm here to be of service to him, period. Even in your career journey. And I know <laughs> the nine to five career life, it can be a little difficult at times dealing with different personalities, di- dealing, dealing with um dealing with your own that, personality. Yeah, dealing with your own personality, dealing with uh the the things that just you know, unexpected things that may happen. You're like, oh my goodness. And you think the whole world is falling down, but really no, you got to go to the source. You got to be plugged in because when you plugged in, guess what? That's when God can intervene and do some things for you. Yes. It's not about you. you. Yes. And it's not, you know, you may have some expectations of, of your coworkers or of the company, but listen, that's where we fall really short because it's like we expect things from them rather than expecting things from God. Mm-hmm. And listen, the last thing that you want to do is expect things from man. <laughs> yes, that ain't gonna work. That's not gonna work. It just doesn't work. And I know from experience. So, guys, I encourage you to expect more from God than from man. Period. Seek God first. Um, I think the greatest thing this year, my word, um, you know how you do a vision board and you mm-hmm. um, seek guidance for your year. Well, my word for this year was faith. Mm. And for me at first, it was really hard to see that in my nine to five because I'm so rigid sometimes that I want things mm-hmm. to go a certain way. But when I stop holding on to my own assumptions of how things had to be. And I truly, truly plugged into God and let God take over. I have been finding myself in rooms I didn't expect to be in. Amen. I've been finding myself in um, relationships that I never expected that have been truly blessings to me. Um, I truly believe that faith, family, and career was totally evolved because that's what God was transforming me to go out and do, but I didn't see the plan. Mm -hmm. I just walked in faith and obedience. Absolutely. Because this was not on my vision board. Starting faith (laughs) and family career 2020 was not on my vision board, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, that's how we do sometimes. That and that's the that's the beauty of 
knowing that I vote with somebody higher than the CEO of the company or the president of the organization or what have you. And you know that, hey, it's going to be all right. <laughs> it's going to be fine. True, so, true, true. I, so I just absolutely love your transparency on that. And just before we um, close out, is there any last points of advice you want to give people who need career inspiration in this season? I truly believe that God knows the plan and your faith is the key to its execution. Believe, seek God, ask. If you have a desire of your heart, ask God. Earnestly seek God because mm-hmm. God knows the plan. You don't need all the details. You just need to know that no matter where you go, you're going to be faithful. And that you're going to pray without cease. And also, don't forget your responsibility to work hard. Because it's not, gonna, it's not given to the person who sleeps. Mm-mm. It's not. You're not going to advance if people can't see the work you're doing. Mm-mm. And most importantly... Remember to keep grace nearby for yourself and others. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Kanessa. That was amazing. Thank you. I'm just so happy you felt inclined to reach out so that we can share about our faith over facts. Absolutely. And I was just look, I was just being obedient. Yes, that's <laughs> I was just doing the work and operating in faith when I reached out to you, honestly, because like I said earlier, I didn't expect for you to respond back, you know, the way you did, but you did. And we are now here to talk about these uh, faith over fact strategies and how you should implement them within your nine to five career journey. So again, thank you, Kanessa, for joining me on this series. And you guys, I hope that you definitely push rewind, listen again, (laughs) so that you can get all these gems that we just dropped. All right. I'll catch you here in the next episode. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Be blessed, everyone. Thank you for joining me in the Peculiar Palace for another episode of the Peculiar Career Chit Chat Podcast. I pray this episode empowered and inspired you to go forth and conquer your career journey. So I'll catch you here next time.